Hello, all you wonderful listeners. This is Julie Baumgartner, and welcome to another episode of Rise Up with Julie Baumgartner, where we talk with specialists in their field of expertise to encourage, motivate, and equip those with big dreams to rise up and achieve their goals. Our guests have valuable tips and resources to apply to your own life and go forward on your path to success. Our guests have a following either because of their expertise, have given back and invested in their communities, or have engaged in relationship building, contributing to their success. Quick note, wanted to jump in here and let all of our listeners know today we deviate from the normal bio at the beginning of the podcast. Today's topic is finding your life partner, overcoming loss, and being human. You will learn about our speaker as we get into the podcast. But today we do welcome Matt Huey. Matt, great to have you here today. Let's go back several years and you and I were working in the same building. I had observed your work ethic and your character and I thought, man, what is this guy doing here? He has so much potential. And during this time, it was somewhat a beginning of events that shaped your life. Can you talk about that with us? Yeah, and and to be quite honest, I probably asked that question a a couple of times myself. You know, working in in that position at that time, as I have reflected back on those days, I have a word that comes to mind quite often is just this, this unfun word that we call process. And, you know, looking back over those years, you know, if, if I kind of zoom out just a little bit, I remember I was just on the heels of, of three years of a uh, of a school of ministry, and I was I was I had approached that three year season as a as an on ramp, a, a trajectory into into ministry, and thinking that you know I'll complete this season, and then you know the the the, the obvious next step to to some point or another would be into some type of of role within the local church or something like that, and uh, and eventually it did, but not in the particular role that I thought. And so when you and I met, you know, I was working within the maintenance realm of, of the campus and involved in, in that capacity of things. And, and, and so I certainly had those moments where I thought, wow, this is, this is not exactly how I thought this would, would play out in this season of life. But at the same time, as, as odd as it may sound, I can still look back and go, you know, there was, there was something right for me in that season of time. There was mm-hmm. something uh, happening within me that, that still needed that process to, to, to take place. And so, you know, I, I, have, I have reflected back on those days on occasion and, 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 and at times I'm just thankful for even that season uh, of what it was. There's a lot that we can learn in those moments, particularly when things don't flesh out according to how we forecasted and, and hoped that they might. But, you know, process is an interesting thing. And uh, if we allow it, the process will will help build us to where we 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 need to be. And 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 really, if we allow allow it to do its work, the process will promote us. So, what were your processes? You know, I think for me, it was it was a season where I think I was still needing clarity on 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 some things that maybe I was needing, to, like in terms of what maybe some some purpose and mission for me, exactly what they were to look like. I think some of that was still working itself out. And, and I think some of that process also just included some, some life experiences that, that were to transpire during that season that um, I carry with me today that, that, that helped me in my day-to-day conversations and helped me in, 
and, uh, and just navigating the things that I do even, even now, a number of years later. But, you know, for me, I think it was just, it, it was one of those additional times where when life doesn't play itself out as, as you had anticipated, you know, there's learning that can happen within that. And, and I think character building can continue to take place. I think even kind of getting down to a bare foundation of, of, of who I'm about and, and, and what matters to me and what, what this is really supposed to look like. And I think, I think some of that even then just built in this additional bandwidth of patience and just allowing for the right thing to take place in, in due time. And you were in your late 20s? At that point in time, I was, I was in my, my, my mid to latter 20s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I was 26 at the time. And during that time, you also went back to continue college education? So it was actually a couple of years later mm-hmm. that I went back. And, and my, 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 my college journey, I, I joke about this, I took the scenic route with some of that. And so, you know, coming, going straight into college out of high school, I thought I was on kind of the traditional route of things. But essentially, I had finished about three years of, of a business degree and, and was planning to finish that out. But it was, it was after that third year that I had the opportunity to step into the School of Ministry and, and decided that, you know, felt like that was just the right thing to do at that point. So I put the, the business degree on hold. And so it wasn't until I was 29 that I went back to school. So it was several years later and wrapped all of that up and brought completion to it. We have Matt Huey with us today because he's going to have a unique perspective on relationships and finding your life partner. He has had a blessed life, but it has not been without challenges. I do know during this time he, he suffered a loss with a relationship. He is now married and has a beautiful wife and has a beautiful daughter. But just tell us about what you went through and how it shaped you today. I was, I was in my latter 20s at this point in the, the season that you are referring to, and I had started a relationship with a, a young lady at that time, and we were both in our latter 20s and kind of in that season of life where, you know, if you're in a relationship and, and pursuing things that way, then, you know, kind of thinking about things differently. And Cherie and I had met at our church and had gotten to know each other through just a variety of of opportunities and friendships, mutual friendships and, and things like that. And so we had a bit of a friendship even before we began dating. And, and, uh, and so, yeah, we, I'm trying to just think back on all that timeline, we, we, had, we had begun dating in the fall of, of 2010. And, and again, had spent time prior to that together. But, you know, if you fast forward several months and find ourselves in April of 2011, you know, at that point, our uh, relationship had grown. We had, you know, started having a variety of conversations and things like that. And and for me, you know, I I was at the point where I thought, you know, you know, this I I think this is what my future looks like. I could I could see myself spending the rest of my life with this person. And and it was April twenty uh, fourth. It was it was Easter Sunday, of of that year that Sheree had decided to go back home to to Salisaw, go to Easter services with her family. And, uh, and that morning it was just, it was rainy. It was, we just had lots of storms that day. And uh, she was, was in route on the interstate. Her car hydroplaned and, and veered off the road and collided with a tree. And, and, and that was, that was 
the, the tragic occurrence. Hesitate to even bring that up, but since today I would like us to talk about relationships. I don't think you can talk about relationships yeah. unless you can talk about loss yeah. as well. Yeah. You suffered a, a tragic loss. How did you work through that? What was your support system? How did you grow from that? Well, that, that was probably more of an extreme case. Tragedies happen in, in a variety of forms each and every day. And, 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 and that one for me was, was a difficult, difficult season. It was, it was a heartbreaking, devastating thing to have taken place, believing, again, I thought my future was, was, was going to be looking a particular way. And, and for things to, 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 to not only not happen, but in terms of how they ended that way, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a difficult, difficult thing. You know, I think when, when we find ourselves in particular hardships and difficulties and experiencing loss in whatever form that that happens, you know, we often ask, have to pause and ask ourselves, okay, in the wake of tragedy, what, what do we do? And, and that's, that's, that's a hard question for, for people to, to, to sometimes gain traction with because you're, you're, you know, you're, you're swirling through an assortment of things that are happening within your mind, within your, your context at that time. And, and, and I think one of the most important things is, is you know, it's, it's important that we do grieve. It's important that we do acknowledge what has happened. It's important that we, we process through that and, and and, and, and go through it. I think oftentimes we, we want to kind of go around some of those types of things versus just walking through it. And, and so for me, I, I fortunately, I, I had a, a great support system of friends and of family, and, and, and faith was a, certainly a foundation piece for me at that time, that, that they, people circled around me and, and, and helped me through that time. And you know, like anybody who experiences, you know, just loss and, and tragedy in any sort of form, you're, you're, you're asking the question of why. Why does why do things happen like this? Why why did this why did this happen? And that's that's an answer that we may not always get clarity on on this side of things. But nonetheless, we we can we can begin to move forward. We can begin to to take steps and 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 if we allow if we allow healing to begin to happen and, and whatever form that needs to take place for you, then we'll begin to see ourselves take steps. And I think sometimes you just, for me, I, I remember that that's part of that season was you're just kind of, you're numb in a way and you don't, you're just kind of going through the motions of the day. And, and so I, th- I certainly think there's a period of time where it's okay to be in that space. But I think we need to reach a threshold, you know, somewhere along the way where we begin to, to take steps forward. And uh, like I said, if we allow it to, we will we'll see the pain that we have experienced in, in whatever respect that's been begin to be, be healed, begin to see some type of restoration take place. And again, that looks so different for different situations for different people. But if we'll, if we'll start to take steps forward towards healing, towards a restorative journey, then you know, once we get through that season of things, you begin to see that you're even stronger than you were prior. And, and that even getting through it is not just for you, but you also find that now you are better able to, to help those who might be going through something as well. And so the pain that you've experienced isn't just, isn't, isn't just pain, and, and, and it can be repurposed, and, and, and it can be put to use to where the, 
You know, the, the scars that you have tell a story. The scars that you have are indicative that something has taken place, but that, that healing has also taken place and in that you are now equipped in a way that you were not prior to be able to even look back and go, you know, I don't know exactly what this person is, is going through. I don't know exactly what it feels like to be in their position, but I have been through what I have been through, and, and I'm even better able now to empathize with and, and come alongside you and even help navigate you through a season in a way that I wasn't able to before. What was your step forward? Did a career change kind of coincide with your step forward? To a degree, it did. I, I think I had a couple of things take place even before moving to Fayetteville. So after after Cherie's passing, and I I was kind of, again, during those earlier months, just, just trying to kind of feel my way through that season and just kind of, you know, just, just needed the healing process to, to take place. And, and I think there were a couple of things. For one, just some key relationships that segued into my life. One in particular who at the time was a counselor and whatnot. And when we, he reached out to me and, and just felt like he, he became aware of what had taken place, reached out to me. And so we began just having coffee together every week. And, and through his, his wisdom and through his, his ex- expertise and, and just through his heart, we were able to really navigate that, that time to where I think I began having some traction take place and, and just steps forward just by way of, 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 of that type of conversation. And, and I think somewhere along the way, one of the conversations that we began having, somewhere education came back up, and, and we were just discussing where things had left off. And so it was, it was also during that time frame where I, I, de- I decided, you know, it's the right thing for me to jump back into finishing my degree. And, and so I looked at different ways which I could do that and went ahead and, and, and moved forward with that. And I think... That yet again was just another step forward of going, you know, here's here's just another here's just another step in the right direction, and it was just a number of months after that that the opportunity with with CLC in Fayetteville came about, and and I began to to just felt like I was supposed to pursue that, and and and, and all that and all that worked out. But yeah, I think it was just it was it was probably two or three different things along the way that through a variety of conversations, relationships, and maybe even things that I'm not even remembering at the moment, that just one little step at a time help, help things move forward. Tell us how you and your wife now met. Yeah, Erica and I met pretty much immediately after I, I assumed the new role at the, at the church. I actually was hired as the college and young adult pastor, and she was a part of that church already and part of that ministry, and she had moved to Fayetteville a couple of years prior to finish her schooling. And so our paths segued right there. And, and early on, I, I, was, I was really not necessarily pursuing any type of dating relationship or, or anything like that. But it was, it was about 10 months later when she and I began dating. We started dating in November, uh, early November of, of that first year after I was there. And it's funny, my, my senior pastor and I had a conversation one day, and I just, I'll just i just share this with you because I think it's, it's comical. But he stopped me in the parking lot one day, and, and uh, we were just having a conversation about something or another, and only to realize that it wasn't really about that. He was really wanting to ask me another question. And so, but he brought up, he brought up Erica, and he mm-hmm. just said, you know, well, what did you think about her? And, and, and I thought to myself, well, okay, he's, he's reading my mail right now. Like, <laughs> have I, you know, 
you know, given signs that I was, you know, and so anyway, it was, it was shortly, shortly thereafter, somewhere in that time frame where she and I, you know, we just went out for coffee one night and, 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 and the rest is history. You had no hesitation. When you were ready, you were ready. I think I, I was at a stage in life. I was 30 at that point and, and had, I, I just, I thought, I think I knew what I was, was looking for. And, and, and so over the course of, of time, just getting to know her, even prior to us ever, you know, going on our first date and just observing and, and through, through just the relationships that, that we all had, you, you know, just getting to know a person in that way, you know, I, I began to just grow in my respect toward her. And, and, and so as we, as we, you know, just stepped into that, that season of dating, I mean, it was pretty quickly there, you know, at that point that I, I just, I just felt right about that relationship. And of course there was, we were still getting to know one another and still in that, in that process of things. But I just, I had a piece about, 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 about her and, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, over the course of time, of course, you introduce yourselves to each other's families and other friendships, and 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 sometimes those can be even confirming voices for you. Where you know, you know, I remember introducing her to my parents and other friends, and and you know, they're all just going, "This is, you know, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful person right there." And you know, so those types of things can 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 come along as well. But you know, yeah, for me, I I, I think I just it's pretty early on that I just knew this was the right thing. Not everyone has an outcome such such as yours perhaps they jump back into something too quickly have the wrong motivation towards having a relationship or else they could either even build up a wall what made your outcome different i i think it was walking through the healing process mm-hmm. that that made the difference you know if if you've got a wound and that wound is never addressed then the wound only seems to heighten as as time goes along. Sometimes it might bring its own healing to itself, but it, it's never quite the same. And and oftentimes we end up modifying our movement and our day to day to 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 make up for the weakness or the, the the hurt that's still not fully healed. And I think on a on a internal level, sometimes. It, the, thing, the, the tragic things, the difficult things, the, the situations that have taken place in people's lives maybe have never been cared for. Mm-hmm. And so as a result, they continue to walk through life with, with that wall up as a, as, a, as a way to just deflect and defend and not allow that hurt to happen again. And, and, the, and, the, and the reality is, is, is any relationship has its risk. Uh, there's no guarantee, mm-hmm. even if both people, both parties have, are well-meaning and and things like that, things can still happen that are beyond our control. And, and so, you know, acknowledging that difficulties, relationships happen in, in, in a variety of ways and, and it can be messy and, and all those sorts of things. I, I think for me, what I, what I at least initially think back on is just going, you know, I think with the, with the help of people, with uh, a foundation of, of just my own faith and, and not understanding exactly why life carries on the way it does but nonetheless doing what I tr- what I could do at that point to at least go I, I, I still I will never forget this but but the healthy thing to do the right thing to do is is to, to try to work through it mm-hmm. you know in the back of your mind you are kind of always wondering you know is something bad going to happen mm-hmm. but at the same time 
I would still want to take the step forward and be in another relationship with another wonderful person, even with those those sorts of variables, because that person's the investment back and forth that we've had with each other, that time together outweighs anything else. Did you have those, any checkboxes that you were looking for? You know, I think a lot of it was you, you, you kind of have to boil it down and go, do I, do I trust this person? Do I, can I trust this person in my journey and in my life? And, and, uh, and of course, Erica, uh, she's, she's a beautiful lady. She, she's got so many great just characteristics about her. We, we, enjoy doing life together we we have a, a genuine friendship there that we we enjoy time spent together it's not a begrudging thing to go okay let's schedule our our time and you know like we we just naturally do that we have similar things that we both enjoy doing as well we also have different things that we 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 enjoy respectively but i, I think for me it kind of boiled down to you know, do I, can I trust this person with my life? Can I trust this person with, with coming alongside me in the journey? And she's one of that, you know, over the course of time, getting to know her. And, and even even in the, la- in the last several years of continuing to get to know her, you know, she just continues to, to show that, you know, the, that she's just a person of character. And, and, and there's no perfect person out there, but she's just one that I said, you know, I... I would I could trust you and enjoy doing life with you and and hopefully the you know that could be reciprocated back and forth of course and but to say there's a specific checkbox uh, a list of checkboxes I don't know that I necessarily had that it was just it's just one of those where you know the the season and the time in which our lives intersected it's just the right it's just the right thing at the right time you had parents that are still together how did they model relationships for you? I think, you know, as a, as a young boy watching my father, I, I began to notice little things, even as a, as a young guy, like dad would just consistently open doors for mom. Dad would, whether it be the, the, the door to the restaurant or the door to the car, he would be very purposeful in the respect that he showed. He would even little things, and I'm not trying to give away their, you know, their, the things that are just special to them, but yes, like even little yes. notes and things mm-hmm. like that, that he would leave around the house mm-hmm. that he knew mom would eventually see some, at some point in the day while he was out. You know, there, there, some of those things begin to happen in just those small glimpses. But, and, and so that, that kind of gave me just indicators of like, you know, dad does a lot of these t- sorts of things, mm-hmm. but it's very purposeful. It's an expression of of love and it's it's you know there's these little these little tidbits of of their relationship but on a, on a broader family level you know i think my parents really they really purpose to to spend time together with 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 you know both my, my brother and i and and that our family would be a unit and and that you know the things that matter to us as a family the things that were core ingredients of of, of us would you know, they, they put time and attention into those things. And, and so, you know, I, there's no, there's no perfect couple. There's no perfect family or situation or anything like that. But I think that they have done, they've really done a great job of just navigating life together, making decisions together. You know, for them, faith is also just a core foundation piece and, and keeping that out in front of, of things and, and just watching how they have respected one another over the years, how they've treated one another and, and uh, and and just some of the decisions that I know that they made along the years that that were 
were with with my brother and I's best interest in mind and looking back on those and going that you know that decision may have cost them a little bit on their end of things but it, it did my my brother and I well at that time and so even a, even not knowing exactly what was happening you know 20 30 years ago at those moments now being able to look back in hindsight and and just see those types of things and appreciate them to another to another degree during your time as a youth and young adult pastor i know you had to see different styles of family what was your role in molding young men or women to make wise decisions in their relationships sometimes it is just reminding that particular teenager or young adult of their value sometimes we make decisions through the lens of of who we think we are and what we think we're worth and we allow or disallow particular people or things into our lives based on that kind of a filter and sometimes the conversations are just reminding them to going you don't have to settle for that you know that doesn't have to be the path that doesn't have to be the outcome mm-hmm. let me let me tell you some things that i have seen of you some things that i have noticed about you some things that maybe you don't even re- realize and recognize are within you and and also acknowledging that that their life experience up to that point has been what it is and not trying to disregard that but trying to take all that into 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 mind as you or trying to navigate those conversations. I think sometimes we can feel like we just we just need to pick up from where they are and then move forward without without acknowledging all that has already taken place. And I think you have to you have to do that first before you can really help somebody take the next step with some things. And so so many of those conversations probably boil down to those types of things and they happened in a variety of forms and in a variety of ways. But one of the things I love to do the most is is just sit down across the table from somebody and help them navigate through a season of life and help them navigate through just even a decision, navigate through, you know, a particular circumstance that's going on. What if on. someone doesn't have that? What if someone doesn't have that? Mm-hmm. It's a great question. Because I don't think a lot of people do. That's a great question. And, and you're, you're exactly right. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of that lacking in our world. There are outlets that, that can be, that we can reach out to. That would be an outlet of help. Sometimes people don't feel comfortable doing that. Sometimes they don't feel worthy of even asking for help or whatever it may be. Sometimes it, I mean, just it just depends on 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 the situation and on the person. But I think what we can do, just as people in general, and regardless of whatever your field of expertise is, regardless of of, of even what your life has looked like up to this point, I think one of the things that we can all be begin to to do or just continue to do is uh, allow ourselves to be just a friend to somebody oftentimes people are are just looking for a friend they may not even be looking for uh, you to be the answer or the problem solver as much as they're just looking for somebody that can listen and and I think one thing that we can just generally do is, is in our day-to-days, in our workplaces, in our spheres of influence, even, even just in our, our brief encounters with people, I think it's just, how can I show kindness to that particular person today? You met your wife. You weren't concerned about what your profile picture looked like on Facebook or Instagram, but that is a culture that we're living in. Let's talk about 
getting to know someone and being genuine? You know, we definitely live in a world where, you know, Instagram is largely the highlight reel of our lives. Mm -hmm. Our profile pictures are the right angle and the right lighting at the right time on the best hair day or whatever it may be of our lives. And, and really we're just giving people the, the, the top 10 plays, you know, and it's, it's the best of what happened that day. It's mm -hmm. the best of what happened that week, you mm -hmm. know, whatever it may be. And, 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 you know, the truth of it is, is that life is lived out more so in the, in the very common and the very normal mm -hmm. and the very up and down and the very unpredictable moments of life. Life is lived out in every other moment other than that profile picture moment usually. And it doesn't mean that that picture is not an indicator of what is overall happening in your life. But mm -hmm. I think oftentimes we do use that as a way to, I mean, it's okay to put your best foot forward mm -hmm. and, and, and all that kind of a thing, but to let that be the only depth that we, we give or allow people into is really, is really missing out on, on who that person really is because, you know, we as people are, we have a lot going on, you know, and, and every one of us have, have had, you know, we're, we're, we're many layers deep. And I think the, the, the beauty in, in relationships and, and, and whether that be a friendship, whether that be, you know, a spouse or, or, or whatever, you know, the beauty of relationships is that it's really, you really get to know the person as you get to know all of the details of things. And it doesn't, it, it's not in that way of, of trying to just be too involved in one's life. But I, but I think to really get to know the heart and the depth and the true core of who a person is, that involves both great things and, and also tough things. And, and so I think to truly appreciate a person, to truly understand who they are, what makes them tick, and, and, and to love who they really genuinely are, you, it, it requires all those components. How do you lead your family? How do I lead my family? A day at a time, some days, imperfectly. But I, you know, I just I try to show up every day. Just try to show up every day. And one of the things that 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 I have continued to work on is just being present in the moment. You know, I think so much of of, uh, of leading just in general requires us to be present and cognizant of what's taking place in the room and and we're within the within the group of people that we're leading or caring for and, and that I think the same goes for family and so every day I do my best to to just show up and, and, and be present and to be engaged with with my wife be engaged with my daughter be you know involved in what's going on you know there's some things that are important to us as a family that we continue to try to you know, make the foundational pieces of our lives. And so I continue to, you know, we try to implement those and, and make those like, this is, this is, this is what we'll stand on. And this is, this is who we are and what we want to be. But just me personally, it's, it's, it's just trying to be faithful to, to the day to day, trying to obviously do the things that I can do on the, the practical levels of provision and, 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 and making sure that they, they have what they need. And, but my wife and I both work, and so we tag team that aspect of things together as well. But, you know, I, I think for me, it's, it's you got to identify, you know, what are the things that matter to, to us as a family and how, what is my role in, in implementing that and, and making that a part of, of, of our lives. And, and, but I, I think just on a, on a 
on a general but but yet more pointed level it's it's being present and and being involved in what's going on it's the communication that that needs to take place with your spouse or with your kids or with whomever and 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 just just being faithful in the, in the day-to-day i want to quote you from a teaching that you gave a couple of weeks ago at christian life cathedral and you said what does it look like for us to reach a world that doesn't speak the same language as we do doesn't act like we do may not talk like we do, may not look like we do. How do you want to reach the world, and what impact do you want to have on it? For me, I'll I'll term it this way, life is a collection of seasons, and each season can can have its own assignment, and and the way in which we go about fulfilling that assignment can can vary from season to season. But, you know, I I kind of, on a very simplistic level, I I feel like I'm, I'm supposed to help I think you know, you're just willing to, to show somebody you actually care. And I'm not trying to be too elementary with it. I think I think so many people are looking for someone who actually cares about about them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've had a lot of conversations where I'm trying to fix something. I'm hearing a situation and I'm I'm immediately trying to fix it. And oftentimes they're not necessarily asking for me to fix it. Sometimes they're just asking for me to, hey, can you can you create this space? where I can just be who I am and what is happening in my life can just be happening and can this be a safe space? And, and I think that's the case for, for a lot of people, not necessarily all the time, but I've had plenty of conversations that it, it, it kind of went that way. And then at the same time, being able to go, okay, well, let's take all this into consideration and then let's, let's see what the next step looks like. Mm-hmm. And and I, and I and I think on a personal level for me, I, I I love helping people understand where they are, what's taking place, and let's sort through it. But let's also see what does it look like to to take the next step forward. But I think oftentimes that just requires sitting down, hearing, listening, and caring about what's happening. I want to give you the floor, and I want you to talk about what you learned along the way in finding your life partner. Life can throw some things at you, both good and bad. I look back at the last number of years, and I can all the more appreciate where I am right now because of what I've experienced. And 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 I think you know more on a on a day to day level, it's so easy to get caught up in all the stuff that's happening in life and all the things that there is to be stressed about and worried about. And 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 my brain is super analytical, so it has an easy time just delving into. The, the matter at hand and let's sort through it and overanalyze it and all those sorts of fun things. But, you know, when you really just kind of get things down to a, a foundational level, you know, I can c- continually reminded about the things that just really, truly matter and that are lasting. And, and I think, you know, some of the things that I have learned along the way would, would maybe be termed like just really appreciating the moments and really appreciating what life offers in those little snapshots of time that that are that are of lasting value and you know with Erica I think I may have mentioned some of this earlier you know there's some qualities about her that that I just I, I so love and appreciate and that those are the kind of the foundation of, of who she is and, and and at the same time you know as lives merge together you 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 you, you sort through challenges and you have disagreements on things and and whatnot but 
you know, one big thing for us is just to continue to communicate about it. You got to talk about it. You got to talk through it and, and, and go ahead and allow that to be worked out. But I guess all that to say is like all in the, within the, all the happenings of life, you know, I think it comes back down to just remembering uh, the value of the person who you, you're, you know, you're, you're doing life with and speaking that to them and, and I think even my journey so far has is, is hopefully had I've got a, even a deeper appreciation for, uh, like I said, this this season that I'm in. What would you say to someone who is in a season of extreme loneliness or extreme hurt mm-hmm. or extreme grief? It's a big question. I, I think, and I, I often will tell people this. You know that I don't I don't pretend to know how you feel. Mm-hmm. I have been through my own journey and my own set of challenges but but yours is your own and 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 so without pretending to know exactly how you feel I I would also just for one I would I would I would ask is there anybody do you have any particular person in your life is there any particular relationship is there any outlet whether that's a a counseling center whether that's a church whether that's just an organization of, of that you would trust in some regard or another that, that you could reach out to? Is there a step that you could take that, you know, if somebody, if people are not aware of what's going on within your world, is there a way that you can make them aware and invite a, a safe voice into that conversation? You know, sometimes we, we, we expect people to know what is happening within our inner world and, and they can't always do that unless we give them a glimpse of that. And so I would just ask if, if, if that's a possibility consider consider extending uh, a conversation to somebody to come alongside you but I, I guess I would also look at it and 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 just from a personal heart level say I'm so sorry that that's what's happening right now for whatever reason I wish that were not the case but I can also believe that that doesn't have to be the rest of your story that that there can be another chapter, that there can be uh, better days, and that the time that you're in right now is hard. But if you if if you allow it, then then it doesn't have to remain hard, and it doesn't have to remain hard and with no purpose. And and that there 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 can be hope on the other side of this. And 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 I know there's just there's so many dynamics because my head just starts going through so many different situations of of people and lives and circumstances. But but this doesn't have to be the end of the story for you. Thank you, Matt. It's been my honor. Thank you. You've been listening to Rise Up with Julie Baumgartner. Thank you for listening today. Rise up and let's be the best that we can be. And listen to this podcast that will both motivate and educate. Thank you 